0: hey it's your guys from the full sport press podcast we have a full sport press hoodie giveaway to start our weekly fsp newsletter all you have to do is sign up located in the link tree in the
1: bio of the full sport press ig page the link will be live for the next two weeks
2: So just submit your email to the link tree that says newsletter sign up in the bio and you will be entered in to win a full sport press
0: hoodie. That's right, man. Just follow these simple directions for the next two weeks. And don't forget to tell a friend.
2: To tell a friend.
0: To tell a friend. friend That the revolution will be podcasting.
2: Did a lot for the wins Came in a drop on the 10
1: Now we on top top once again Yeah, yeah, yeah I had to tighten the plan
0: Yeah Got it right in the air. Yeah. Now we on top top once again. I don't want it if it ain't love. If it ain't get it away from me. Who you gonna jack if it ain't us? Uh,
3: LA B B to the bakery. Bang. Some niggas mad that I came up. I know my granny to pray for me.
2: Bang. It was just us in the vacancy. Hey. We had to get it from A to B. Wheels never felt like this. Two seats
3: in the hills have filled Blue sheets for, for now
1: different- listening to the full sport press podcast. Featuring hosts Jay Hove, Chef, Wheezy
2: and Coach Locke. Please enjoy the show.
0: Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the full sport press podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one stop shop for all sports related news and topics. I am J-Ho. It's your boy, Big Joe. We're in the building, say what's up, we said. What to do, what to do, what to do. Coach Locke back in the building, say what up, Cam.
1: What's happening fellas, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening. How's everybody doing?
0: Making it, Coach. Making it, Coach. Good, good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Y'all pretty good. Don't y'all go over y'all grandma's house and stuff this, this year Thanksgiving. Y'all set it out. Don't go over auntie's hey, house. Don't go If you look. still
2: got her, if you still, still got her, let her live on this Thanksgiving day.
1: Talk to him. Hey, boy, you said me, something dude. you said right there. You said boy, something you said. Boy. What? You said
0: what Jeff? boy, You been prophetic these last two, three weeks, man. Man. You need to write a. You need to write a. Uh, uh, Jeff Facts <laughs> <you gotta> <laughs> uh, Don't forget to enter the Full Sport Press hoodie giveaway to start our Weekly FSP newsletter You've already got a couple of those newsletters If you're already signed up All you have to do is sign up on the link tree in the bio of the Full Sport Press page Or contact one of us to get a link to sign up Most definitely. Episode 344 We're handing out winners and losers Of the 2020 NBA Draft
2: FSP style
0: Always FSP style.
2: Better damn know it.
0: Better damn believe. It. Let's kick it off, man. Best of the week, Jeff. What you got, buddy?
2: Privacy fulfilled. Lavar no ball way. on draft night.
0: No, what? your prophecy was number one overall. No, no. You say The privacy
2: was he was a lottery pick. When I first came on the show, y'all said the boy wasn't gonna be lottery.
1: You're right, Jeff. But then you also said he would be the number one pick. But I'll, address, I'll address
2: I'll address that later on in winners and losers. 50%. But, my best of the week is LaVar Ball's hat on draft night. I told you so.
3: I ain't got to say much else. Weezy, what you got? Best of the week for me was uh, the battle this weekend. I mean, this week. Gucci, Jeezy took me back to my club days. I used to make it rain. You know what I'm saying? Bob Chris shit. So, now nah, I'm juggling that. I, I, that's a good battle. I like to take me back like that. Mm-hmm. I was singing and uh, Molly, uh, Molly, I went all through the house last night, man. Really? Rock. Millie Rocking, yeah. Okay,
0: Millie Rocking to the house. I like that. Oh okay. my But that wasn't even the dance of choice then. Though. i was what was the dance of choice? Uh back then, probably the Dougie, something like that. Maybe. No, no, no. Two thousand five, They wasn't
1: Dougie. No. 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 no,
0: no,
2: no. no. You almost got a laugh Taffy, and That's close. That's yeah. could yeah, close sure. right
0: That's, right that's, that's laughing right at that time. time. Yeah, you gotta throw it up and catch that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. it. Is. Jockey yeah, they do it is. one is time. How you doing one yeah. time? How you do that, brother? Don't play with me. Coach, what you got, man?
1: <laughs> best of the week, brother. <laughs> man, my best of the week, man. We started my basketball season, man. We won. So we're 1-0 to start the season off. It's always good to start off 1-0 and versus sure. 0-1.
0: That's right. my That's right. And my best of the week as well is the Jeezy versus Gucci battle. Just brought back a time, man, you know, in college. For sure, sure. man. So I'm just happy no one, as we record this podcast, uh, was arrested Mm-hmm. Or killed or anything like that. I just didn't think it was a time that we could see both of those guys in the same building, and we saw that this week, man. So shout out to verses for that.
1: Most well, definitely. Shout out the compound. Didn't hear anything bad about that for those guys that made it there.
0: Gee, yeah, not yet. Everybody That's what I said, got have Not anything. yet. Oh, oh yeah, no. Nah. They got. The Rona was floating through that money. You remember on like old this, this, cartoons? You will see this, the, the green. Yeah. You just yeah. Like oh yeah. Oh, that yeah. was floating <laughs> out there. The, we, Know that, we yeah, know we know that.
2: that. No, listen, this is what I'm trying
0: we to say. know that say. We know I that. 100% know that the corona was in there. We know like this, like a wave it. positive,
1: positive.
0: Oh, it's gonna be positive corona test, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> With them that's why you're gonna take that damn vaccine. <laughs> you're damn right. I'll drink it. Worst of the week, <laughs>
3: easy. What you got, worst of the week, man. Uh, on a serious note, man, Cashville. We lost a uh, we lost a good a good person this week. It's
0: been all over the news. Uh, Rashid it took, it took a toll on us this week, man. When we found out the news about that, R.I.P. Rashid, that was real easy. Not a listener of the show. Shout out to Rashid, man. You know, had been listening to the podcast from the beginning. For sure.
2: Rashid Walker, his, you know, say his full name. Yeah,
0: yeah we got say his full name for sure. Yeah. Rashid Walker, A. K. A. Jose Hustle, A. K. A. It Happened, A. K. A. Rapid strong. Recovery, Rashid, yeah,
1: uh, Mister Big
0: Hustle strong. Hustle strong,
1: yeah, man. Honest boys
0: I always prevail, for sure, man. is to his family, for sure. For sure, man.
1: Now, make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, IG, Stitcher, Spotify, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and, of course, the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. How do you do that? Just search Full Sport Press Podcast. When You get through doing that, make sure you check out the On Deck TV hip hop podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Glue every Wednesday. The latest issue is up. Kind of talk about what we spoke on a little earlier the Gucci versus Jeezy versus episode. So, y'all make sure y'all check that out to see what predictions they have for that. By the time you hear this, both will already be out,
0: most definitely, man. 16 4 Jeezy, by the way. 17 3. Did, did,
3: did anybody like the Gucci man surprise me? Like, oh man, he. He yeah, some good songs. Did it surprise anybody in that
0: in that, in that battle? Nah, no. No. damn. Who no. 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 should have went against Chains. That would have been a better matchup.
1: Chains matchup wise,
3: too. I seen a tweet that that made a lot of sense. That that battle was the definition of quality over quantity. Gucci had a lane. It's a lane for him. He made a
0: lot of money off of it. Oh, for sure, he's super <laughs> rich. That jacket was six to eight hundred dollars. Moving on to a jacket, freshening average podcast, man. Featuring my dog Animal Brown, man. Self help fashion podcast, directly related to improving everyday fashion. We have a new FTYA IG live up right now. Pull up on us on the IG page directly for the culture. Where are your kicks, man. Cop responsibly. Also, don't forget the Real Build Family Patreon page. We feature FSP as well, On Deck TV as well, and also Fresher Than Your Average. Be on the lookout for more. Episodes or up. Support the team. Jeff. Yes, sir. You have 10 good wrestling seconds.
2: I sure do. Hey, you high level potter right now, though. That, oh, hey, that transition is, hey, just saying, <laughs> boy can teach a class. I'm just saying. <laughs> this week's 10 good wrestling seconds is brought to you by Skill Wing Workout. Make sure you follow them on all social media at Skill Wing. And don't forget to download the Skill Wing app to cover your training needs, receive alerts on the latest drops in athletic wear that they have, and plenty of content to motivate and inspire. And always remember, help us. Don't hurt us. All right, y'all. It's the Thanksgiving tradition. Survivor Series weekend. So you know what that means. Another episode of Who Gets the W. Don't keep it short and simple this time. A Dream match for myself for the tech for tag team supremacy. We got the street profits versus the new day. Coach Locke, who gets the W? I'm gonna go with
1: the street profits.
3: Wheezy. I'm going with the new day. I need a new day. It's time for a new damn day. All right, J. Hope, new-, new day for sure. Ain't no question. I'm going street profits. God, dog, it means we lost
2: J. <laughs> All right, and for what should be the main event of the evening, Asuka versus Sasha Banks—that's the Raw Women's Champion versus the SmackDown Women's Champion. J-Hole. They fight every week, don't they?
3: Yeah, I see. Like I said, them Sasha Banks every damn week.
2: <laughs> they need to <laughs> get some more get,
3: women. They're two dog. separate
2: brands. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Brandy. let me let me say it this way. So, what Survivor Series is is basically every Raw Champion, so Monday Night Champion, versus every Friday Night SmackDown Champion. Gotcha. So, yeah, here you go. So, Asuka is on uh, Monday nights. She's the Monday Night Raw Women's Champion. Sasha Banks is the Sm- Friday Night SmackDown Champion. So, who do you guys think is the W? Sorry about you, Jay.
0: Damn. He moved me
1: first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Sasha Banks. Coach Locke. Definitely Sasha Banks. Weezy. Who's the hottest, Jeff? Who looks the best? Oh, my God. Who's the
2: hottest right now? Yeah.
0: No, he said who looks the you best. You mean as far man. as, like, like he looks, look, Yeah. He the the ones, Jeff. Looks, we talking, like, uh, talking
1: looks. I ain't answering now. Don't fall for that, Jeff. Thank you. Don't fall for it. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, I ain't I'm, gonna go, it. I'm
3: gonna go with Sasha Banks. Oh. Banks.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Sasha Banks as well. The Friday night SmackDown champion, Roman Reigns, versus the newly crowned on the odd way of doing it on Monday night, Raw champion, Drew McIntyre.
0: Weezy, who gets the W?
3: Roman Reigns.
0: Cause a lot. Roman Reigns. Jay. Uh yeah, give me Drew McIntyre. I'm
2: gonna go Roman Reigns. And that is your Survivor Series. Who gets the done? <laughs> make sure you tune in this weekend. We're actually doing a special episode of Survivor Series Preview. Shout out to my guy Nick with that great idea. We have a survivor series preview loaded up right before it gets right before the paper you get started for the 808 chair shots podcast. Man, make sure you check us out
0: for sure, man. Now tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up, or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe, but more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. That the revolution will be podcasting. Before we get started with the first half, Weezy, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners? Yes. This week's
3: award recipient is Tillman
0: Fertitta. That's Yeah, yeah. Tillman Fertitta is yeah. the owner of the Houston Rockets. Daryl Morey left. Mike D'Antoni left shortly after that. Russell Westbrook and James Harden going, and I quote, no offense to Steven Silas, but we don't want to start a kid. We're playing for a championship, end quote. So Tillman Fertitta's strong Republican support and donations is one of the things that is contributing to the dissatisfaction. Uh, Russell Westbrook and James Harden are not the only ones that want out of Houston. Lesser players are of the same mind. There's a revolt going on in Houston, and it looks like it's squared right at Tillman Fertitta. You know why? Because he supports the current president of the United States. Fertitta purchased the Rockets in 2017, but has been a longtime donor to the Republican Party. According to Yahoo Sports, he donated to the Trump victory campaign, $135,000 to the the RNC, and $200,000 to the National Republican Senatorial Committee in 2020. Yes, he is an avid Trump supporter. You let the generational talent walk away from your team because of politics. Not the game, Jeff. Not the game, but politics. We're talking about Mm. politics here. Shout out to you, Tillman Fertitta. Let's get that out to him, have A little drone for that? Yeah, not nah, yeah. for sure. They yeah. might shoot that drone down. I'm going to be real. He got yeah. the big bucks. But yeah, not nah, for sure. You can't. It, it has. When there's smoke, there's fire. When everybody's trying to lead, come, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. come on. Yeah, I mean, some stuff was said that we don't know about.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: And he dropped a cool 370000 <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's and that's, just, right. and that's just on record.
1: Right. Bro, Say
0: it again.
2: On record.
0: <laughs> exactly you know for sure that I mean, we wonder why texas is a red state Timmy Fertita probably has a lot to do with it Bro, you guys ready to get started the first half do it let's get it
1: the first half is underway full
0: sport press first half the hottest sports news of the past week like we do each and every week here at the full sport press podcast before we get started i am j Hove. it's your boy big jeff it's your boy Weezy, what you do
1: it's your man coach a
0: Lock, where can they find you at on social media, my brother?
1: Man, they can find me on Twitter and IG at Lock underscore the underscore great. That's T-H-A. Get at me.
0: Yeah, yeah. What about you, Weezy? I'm at F-S-P
3: underscore Weezy on Twitter. I'm at Howezy on IG. Holla at
0: me. Goodness gracious. Hey. Yeah, sure. Hey. Clock in. Uh, Jeff, what you got? Jay Easley, 84, across all social media platforms. Sure, man. And I'm Jay Hove on Instagram and Twitter. Find me on Twitter for a conversation. Whew, wheezy, I see. Um, you got a three and out, right? I do. This yeah. three.
3: I asked for five, but they gave me three locks, so here we go. Number one, Big Ben, man, 27-46, four touchdowns, 333 yards, and the win over Cincinnati. Big Ben, they they keep saying, Russell Wilson, Big B might be MVP. A lot of people don't realize it. Number two. 22 for 33, 118 passing yards and one touchdown. But a win for Cam Newton, so I had to put him up there. He won, in a damn driving rainstorm that I wouldn't have been out there playing. I would've told Coach, no, I'm not playing. Y'all go ahead. I'm not playing in that. Uh, and number three, Kyler Murray DeHoff, 52 yard touchdown to win the game last week. And I absolutely ran through the house like I was in heaven, you hear me? Shout out to Calamari, shout out to DeAndre Hopkins. which just, you know, coming through. That's my three and
2: a half. Speaking of threes, that was over three defenders. Three Ooh. Pro Bowl
0: defenders. Hey, Jeff, head. I see you, Jeff. I they see you, heard, Jeff. That hurt right there, man. Our yeah. Three best defenders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah.
3: Was it more uh-huh. Colin Murray or was it
0: more De'Andre Hopkins? It's De'Andre Hopkins. Oh, De'Andre Hopkins. De'Andre Hopkins. <laughs> it has shit to do with Colin Murray. <laughs> yeah. if it, well, it oh, was we a
3: throw solid throw. So, wait, 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 wait. If the wait, wait, NFL wait. can throw that
1: ball down the field 50 yards wait, and that wait, like that. Wait, 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 wait. So, 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 so Colin Murray, didn't he didn't, he didn't
3: avoid a sack? He didn't avoid a sack? He, he didn't run out of a sack?
0: Yeah. Nah, well, no, no. You got to give him credit for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. Somebody else would have just thrown it a little earlier instead all of right. doing all that. That's it. Yeah.
3: They wouldn't
0: I have had time, get... Jay. They wouldn't have I'm not, I'm not. And, I'm yeah, not. and, and that is that. three and out with Weezy. We appreciate that, Weezy. It is gracious. Um, Jeff, you are up with the FSP Fantasy Football Breakdown.
2: Oh, boy. All right, fellas. It's week 11. It was getting rough. Start with myself. The Winston's eye exam. We had the five and five. You know, right, toe in the line. It's getting ugly for us. Going to get TB12 <laughs> memory loss. At seven and three, we had a tough start to our week on, on Thursday night, so we're in the hole right now. We need this win, fantasy football guys. We need this win. Let's move on. The preseason champs, shout out to Shane at four and six. We're going against K Star Mike at two and eight. Somebody's got to win, baby. Somebody's got to win. Um, right then, we got Vandalay International. Shout out to Reagan. He's paying attention, guys. Got another win. Going against Weezy, you choose a side. Weezy's projected to win that, but again, Reagan's paying attention. Move on to show with them T D, one time for Paul Ham. I know he's listening, coming off a, a tough L last week. Going against Now Watch guy Sean Wash, who played Cole Beasley against me, guys. Played Cole Beasley against me. And got the W. And yeah. That hurt. Now watch God is projected to win that one. But showing them TDs is, is, is for some is somehow being competitive this year with that with his draft that ha- happened. You know, so we're gonna see how that turns out for him. A Royale with the cheese is coming off a sec, his second straight loss um, at 6-4. Going against Coach Wayman and Coach's corner at 4-6. A Royale with the cheese jumped out on Coach, though. So I don't know how Coach is gonna be able to catch up on this one. And lastly, shout out to AB at 9-1. Running rough shot over the league. Kanye for 2024 going against Big Draco. Big Draco's 5 5. But Big Draco's projected to win this one, y'all. We see how it turns out. And that is your week 11
0: fantasy football
2: update.
0: Fantasy getting a little spicy, getting a little spicy, man. Here it is. Weezy, are you feeling good about your playoff chances? I don't
3: know. I I don't know. I don't want four in a row. So I got to just keep winning.
0: For sure. Hey, just hey. Boy, keep on keep fighting. MWs. Yeah, keep getting those for sure. Um, let's move on, man. Let's talk some NBA trades. Now, sheesh, James Harden. We talked about the first half. Well, not the first half in the intro of the show. He reportedly wants out of Houston, and his name, the Brooklyn Nets, is one of his preferred destinations. Guys, now he apparently wants to leave Houston so bad that he turned down a contract extension. They would have made him the first player in the league to earn $50 million per year. Harden reportedly declined a two-year, $103 million extension. On top of the, the I think, three-year, $133 million contract that was left on the table. The question I have for you guys, should Brooklyn pull the trigger? In today's NBA, man, if a player
3: wants out, you gotta, you almost got to let them go. Because they don't, it, usually don't, it don't look good. They cause chemistry. They cause... Uh, turmoil in the locker room, you almost gotta let him go, see what you can get for him. I would, anyways. From a basketball standpoint, this move doesn't make sense.
2: Like, I don't, if I'm Brooklyn, I don't think I do that. You gotta give up too much to get him, and then you basically your backcourt is basically the Spider Man meme looking at each other. Like, I don't see how you make that work. So, no, and but to James Harden's defense. You know how bad you got to want to be out of a place to turn down $50 a year?
3: bro. Dog. <laughs> yeah, but we can't forget about the, that good money he's getting on that uh, Adidas contract. Adidas pay him good.
1: I don't see how it would work in Brooklyn with Kyrie and James Harden in the backcourt because both of them are ball dominant. They want the ball in their hands the whole time. Neither one of them makes the other person better. Neither one of them makes anybody else better on the team. So I don't think it will work. If I'm the Rockets, hell yes, I'm trying to do this. Get them out of here. We can get all the stuff that Brooklyn's giving up. We can start over, blow it up. So from the Rockets' standpoint, yes. From Brooklyn's standpoint, I don't see it doing it. I don't think they should do it.
0: Hell no, Brooklyn shouldn't do this. Why not try to see if KD and Kyrie can actually work together? Let's start there. Let's play a game there. They haven't played a game together. Uh, Factoring like the offseason moves that they've already done, giving Joe Harris $75 million, it would leave the Nets sorely lacking in the three major spots in sports as far as basketball is concerned. Depth, defense, and diversity on offense. Just like Jeff and Locke mentioned, that's the same offense that you're bringing in and you already have that problem right now. They should be or should have tried to trade for Drew Holiday. That would have been somebody perfectly fitting in as an adequate third wheel with all-star appearances and a defensive resume that outweighs the entire roster. Brooklyn's best bet is to stick to the original plan, fix the defense, maintain that depth, and add a third option on its terms, not James Harden.
1: Keeping in with the NBA, Wednesday in Southern California while playing with several NBA players in Los Angeles, Klay Thompson suffered a season-ending tear to his right Achilles tendon. This comes after Thompson missed all of last season after tearing the ACL in his left knee during game six of the 2019 NBA Finals against the Toronto Raptors. Does this put an end to the Warriors' run?
3: No, I, I don't think it puts an end to that run. I think it hurts them a lot because not only not only just for Clay by himself, he had to go through that mentally again. And... If we if we, if we go back, rest in peace, Kobe. That's what Kobe had to go through twice. He said, "You know what? I'm done. I'm not. I'm not gonna do this shit no more." Two injuries back to back is rough. Steve Kerr had to coach. He can't just run. He gonna have to coach this year. He's gonna mix some, mix some stuff up. You know, we got his X's and O's.
2: Unless Steve Kerr magically unlocks Andrew Wiggins, and finds what everyone thought was there. Unless he does that, it's over with. It's done. Good night, Irene. Trade Steph now rebuild and and do what you can because it's over with like now i mean i i I know y'all i mean i think i don't like stuff it's all good but get what you can get for Steph right now rebuild around wiseman get what you can get for draymond right now build around wiseman is you got to you have no other choice
0: jesus christ um that's a knee-jerk reaction if i ever heard one to be clear they still have steph and Curry. they still have draymond green they bring in andrew wiggins who can play And they bring in Kelly Oubre, who's improved every year he's been in the NBA. To be clear, Stephen Curry has nothing to prove to anyone except for Jeff. His accolades kind of speak for themselves. He's in the pantheon of all-time greats at the point guard position. But this is another chance, a real chance. Last year wasn't a real chance to kind of silence the doubters that, you know, are Jeff and everybody else. This season can be a true reminder of how great he really is how quickly people forget that his 2014 season sparked the run. They disregard a 50-40-90 year that he was a unanimously chosen MVP, and they brush off the sacrifice that he did to bring Kevin Durant there. If that was anybody else, they would have praised him for being, you know, a person that wants to win more titles and not being the only guy. That's the reason why people are in trouble now in a lot of these teams. And in his finals NBA career, you know, he's averaging 26, 6, and 4. Did you guys know that? He's shooting 40% from three in the finals. My boy will have the Warriors in the top four in the Western Conference and win MVP. Book it. Mm.
2: Being can done. I, can, I, can I respond to that a lot? Can I, can Go I ahead. Just say I'm not saying they won't make the playoffs. I'm not saying that team won't be a four or five, maybe even a three seed. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying as far as that team was built to win championships, they they want to win a championship. That is over with. That is done. Get it out. There's no reason to worry about this You can go be a fourth seed anywhere. You're not winning a chip. Yeah, will they be in the finals this year? They but they will be. They will lose in the second round. Book it.
1: Done depends on what you consider being done. If you consider being a dynasty and winning multiple championships again, they may be, but if you consider them being done, not making it playoffs, that's not done. They're definitely going to make the playoffs. They're going to be one of the top teams in the West. Don't know if they'll make it to the finals, but they will make a run in the playoffs because the Oubre pickup is going to be huge. No, he's not Klay Thompson. He doesn't shoot the ball like Klay Thompson, but he still gives you another threat, and he's gonna be able to play defense. Not as good as Klay Thompson, but you still have this Steph, you still have Draymond, you still have the Kerr. Who's gonna coach? He's coached every year he's been there. we you saying that Steve Kerr needs gonna have to coach this year, plot his X and O's. He's done that. Steve Kerr is a good coach. Has he had the benefit of having Kevin Durant and Steph and Draymond and Klay? Yes, he has, but he has made some adjustments that he had to make in order to win those championships. So are the Warriors done? No, I don't think they're done.
2: All right. Let's move back to the NFL, guys. Weezy, we're going to jump into one of your wheelhouses. Talk some bed nods. Uh-oh. <laughs> so since week two of the NFL season, Russell Wilson has been your favorite to win the NFL MVP. But mm-hmm. since then, there's some new favorites around here. Patrick Mahomes is now plus 180 to win the MVP. With Wilson being now, at last time I checked, a plus 225. Aaron Rodgers, a plus 300. And Kyler Murray, a plus 550. And if you want to just throw in my guy, Buffalo Bill, and everyone else loves him, Josh Allen, he's at a plus 2,000. All right. With everything Mm -hmm. I just said, guys, the NFL MVP race is tightening up. Who do you think is going to win?
3: The way that uh, Patrick Mahomes is playing right now, it's kind of hard. He's been overshadowed for some reason because Russell Westbrook started – I mean, Russell, I said Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson started so hot, he's been overshadowed. But that one interception with 2018, 20, 20, 19 touchdowns, I, don't, I forgot what he has. It's hard to beat.
1: Yeah, Russell Wilson was a runaway with this until he started throwing those interceptions. So Pat Mahomes comes in the door, and now he has a chance. He has 25 touchdowns, Weezy. Um, But Russell Wilson might have saved himself the way he played this last game. You know, he came out, he bounced back. So he might have built himself a far enough lead where he can finish the race if he just continues to play without throwing multiple interceptions the rest of the way. He still will have a chance to win this because he still has a chance to win the best division in football. So if I had to put my money on it, I would still go with Russell Wilson.
0: The award favors quarterbacks. I think they won 45 of the 65 awards. So you got to stick with Russell, uh, with excuse me with Russell Wilson, despite a bad stretch, like everybody mentioned, he still leads the league in touchdowns, yards per game, and is fourth in completion percentage. And with one of the worst defenses in NFL history, so here's the thing: this is the good thing about him. Like Locke mentioned, he's in the best conference in the best division. On top of that, Wilson and the Seahawks they have an easy schedule the rest of the way. They play the Jets in addition to three out of the four NFC East teams. So smooth sailing for the rest of the year for Russell Wilson, MVP. I think Russell allowed the pack to catch him,
2: and I think Pat Mahomes runs away with it at this point. Um, I spot you one bad defense, Jay, with Seattle, and another bad defense with Kansas City, and their quarterback is somehow getting them out of so many jams all season. So, I do think, you know, depending on how it goes with the Raiders, I think Pat Mahomes pulls away with it. I'm
3: mm-hmm. just saying, if y'all saying that's that that's the best division in football, and if Russ wins it, he wins. What if Kyler wins it? Kyler wins MVP. I
0: mean, he very well – they very well could win the division. Still can. Still can. They won't, though. They won't, though. <laughs> you, you guys ready to get started with halftime? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it.
1: We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime
0: festivities. Halftime. In case you missed, the Miami Marlins are hiring Kim Ang as their new general manager, making her Major League Baseball's first female GM. Now, Ang is 51 years old, was most recently served as MLB's senior vice president of baseball operations for the past nine years. She had also served as the assistant general manager for the New York Yankees and the L.A. Dodgers working with teams that made the playoffs eight times and won three World Series titles. Now, Ang, who broke into baseball as an intern, also spent time with the Chicago White Sox front office and will be the highest ranking woman in baseball operations among the league's 30 teams (laughs) and is believed to be the first female GM in any of the four major North American men's sports leagues. Are the Marlins owned to something?
3: Hell yeah, man. I'd love to see a woman. Yeah, absolutely.
2: That's wonderful, dude. Absolutely, 100%. I'm all for it. You're so full of shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If this, as long as this wasn't a, a press grab, this is dope. This is a very, this is an awesome step forward. Um, they're taking a chance, you know, because we know how locker rooms and we know how sports can be. Said so taking a chance, and I think it's a dope idea as long as it wasn't a press grab.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was a press grab. She's been in the baseball circles for a while, she's done a lot of different things, so this is good for baseball. Just hope she can continue to get the Miami Marlins back to where they want to be. I will
2: say, well, let me say something real quick. I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve it, I'm just saying, as long as it was given to her the right way from their standpoint. She deserves the job, absolutely. She did everything she's supposed to do. But I'm talking about from this team standpoint, they're not doing it for a press grab.
0: Yeah, the Marlins are definitely on to something. I think Jeter um, was baseball's first black CEO after his group bought the Marlins in 2017. He then hired uh, Caroline O'Connor, who's a senior vice president for the Marlins. And I think he's adding on Miss Ang as well to kind of complete the cipher. And the Marlins were playing – they played great the entire baseball season. So they're rebuilding the right way, and it's all led by Derek Jeter. And now he has two great women helping him lead the way, for sure. Oh, Jeter. Oh, Jeter. He did it the right way. The ultimate professional. There's never been a professional sports uh, figure like Derek Jeter. Did it the right way as a player, and now as he's retired – He's uh, just knocking it out of the park again, for sure.
2: Are you, are you saying he did it the right way on and off the court?
0: You're damn right. you <laughs> damn right. Uh, on and off the court Hall of Famer. First, first ballot. First, first ballot. ballot. They first might ballot. name the award the Derek Jeter Award. Oh.
2: For the only on the court and off the court award? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that might be do the Derek Jeter Award.
0: You're right. Ain't no question.
2: Definitely. You're
0: right. Ooh. And if you don't know, do some research on G yeah. for sure. Number
3: two. Number two. two. If, you don't know, get, if you don't know, go get your sound baseball. That's what you're going to do. Go get your autograph baseball.
0: No. <laughs> I mean, you guys ready to get started the second half? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Jesus you Christ. You go
0: get your that was
1: funny. The second half is underway. Full
0: sport press. Second half, the 2020 NBA Draft Winners and Losers show 344. Moving on up, fellas. Before we get started, I am J-Ho. It's your boy, Big Jeff. It's your boy, Weezy, to do. It's your man, Coach Locke. What's wrong with him, Locke? I don't know, man. I don't know. The world win known as me and Jeffs and Locke's favorite times of the NBA offseason is finally underway and started with the 2020 NBA draft. After a five-month delay, the kickoff of the 2020 NBA season finally happened. When it came, it came with some surprises, good and bad. One of the most talked-about nights of the entire year for basketball nerds around the world. Fans have a lot of questions about how teams around the league perform. Episode 344, we're analyzing the winners and losers from Wednesday's evening's draft. Let's start off with some winners, man. Weezy, you going first. You got a winner? Yeah, I actually got a winner.
3: It's, it's basketball lady, but it's not on the court. It's LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball's a winner. He, uh, he said what he wanted. He said he was going to do, and he did it. Yeah. You know, some people say, "Oh, he's nuts." I thought he was nuts too. But shut me up! I ain't gonna talk about his ass no more. He did what the folks to do. He said he was gonna. He said he had. He said he had three boys, but he got two out of three. We we'll give him that. Two out of three is better than one all day long. He might look up on that third boy on a on a half and half. What what's the what
2: they call the split G League and NBA two way two way yeah, contract. contract? He might look up on the third boy too. Uh, I'm gonna keep it where you are, Weezy. Um, my first winner is the prophecies fulfilled. The uh, Charlotte Hornets—they uh, drafted Lonzo Ball. I'm sorry, Lamelo Ball. Excuse me. And but to be in all honesty, the great thing about this is he gets to develop. He gets to go to a franchise that doesn't have championship aspirations or doesn't have like he has to come in and save them right now. He gets a chance to develop over the next over this COVID year and over the next year and become a player that. I think, would be an all-star by year three. So, shout out to LaMelo, man. Prove me right, buddy. Prove me
0: right. And You're going to need that help. Boy. My first winner, the
1: Philadelphia 76ers. Ben Simmons has a track record of getting injured, and they needed a point guard, and they got Tyrese Maxey out of Kentucky. So, they got some shooters for Philadelphia that they needed. So, I have the Philadelphia 76ers as a winner.
0: Yep, I have the 76ers as well, and but it's more of Daryl Morey. He wasted little time um, as basically undoing Elton Brand's work from last summer. Got rid of that Al Horford contract. You bring in shooters to put around Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. You figure out a way to get the best part of this entire thing. You got rid of that Al Horford contract. How in the hell did he get rid of that Al Horford contract? Another winner, Weezy, who you got?
3: Another winner for me was... The Minnesota Timberwolves, man, Anthony Edwards. The media tried to trick him out that spot so much by by taking Lamelo Ball, Lamelo Ball, and they didn't do it. They, you heard about his maturity issues, and they still stuck it out. And they needed that. They needed that. I uh, I think it's the best thing happened to him because you know Andrew Wiggins didn't pan out for him. So here we go. I'm gonna go
2: with Sam Presti at Oklahoma City. They just do this well. Like they know how to get picks. They know how to get. Chess pieces, basically. Yeah, the Al Horford trade is one thing you take on that contract, but you're not paying anybody else, so you can you can absorb the Al Horford trade right now. So I think with them getting all those pieces and having all those pieces going forward, and you think about what you got back for Paul George and what you got back for Russell Westbrook a couple of years before, going for, Oklahoma City's in a great spot, man. Great spot to going forward and be a contender the next two to three years, baby.
1: I also had the Minnesota Timberwolves. Besides taking Anthony Edwards at number one, Rosa swung a deal with the Thunder that sent out the number 17th pick in exchange for a package deal to get Ricky Rubio, who had been in Minnesota before. And also as part of that package deal, they were traded away to the Knicks, which got them the number 23 pick, which got them Leandro Bamaro, a six foot seven Argentinian point forward who plays in Barcelona. And they got a 6'9 wing in Jaden McDaniels at number 28. So they are starting to add more and more pieces to that young team that's going to allow them to grow.
0: For sure, man. My next winner is Leonard Hamilton and Penny Hardaway. They had two players going the lottery, man. While Hardaway was the former coach, Wiseman at number two, and Precious Jachunwa at number 20. Florida State and Memphis are fruitful. Dude, they're not blue blood schools at all. But you look at the things that Leonard Hamilton did at 100 years old, and he has three people Go. That's insane, man. Patrick Williams, Devin Vassell in the first round, man. A year ago, Penny Hardaway had the number one recruiting class led by Wiseman and Achua. This can only help his recruiting furthermore. And Leonard Hamilton, who the hell even knew he had NBA players on his team last year? Great job, Leonard Hamilton. You called him a 100. Yeah, Leonard Hamilton been coaching <laughs> for a long... I know. He's just, he's I'm sorry. No, nah, for sure, for sure. Hey, we, got another we winner, that. man. What you got, Weezy? Well,
1: we knew that. Hold on. We knew he had NBA talent, man. They would they would pick to be one of the top teams to make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. We yeah, knew they had sure. won it, for sure.
0: But here's the thing, Coach. If we're talking about lottery picks, I haven't heard anybody say anything about Patrick Williams as a lottery pick. Now that's true. That's true. During yeah. the basketball season. So, after, you know... Now, granted, he could... Well, I'm gonna talk about Patrick Williams. We're gonna mm-mm. uh, Weezy, who you guys? Uh,
3: another winner, <laughs> another one for me was James Wiseman, man,
0: and the Golden State
3: Warriors, man. I just hope that he realizes that the spotlight's not on him yet, the pressure is like not on him, it's on Stephanie. All he gotta do now there is just play his role. He don't have to be the man for the first time ever in his life, just go out there and learn and just be a good ball player.
2: I had uh, James Wiseman in Golden State as well, you know, for some of the things Weezy said. Uh, but, you know, pick it back off of that. I'll say another winner for me also was Obi Toppin in the Knicks. You got a kid that's going to come there and push your franchise to me. There's a kid that's going to come in and make you reevaluate those picks you made before him. Like you may say RJ or uh, Kevin Knox or, I mean, you know, even Ju- uh, Julius Randle, who's, you know, he's going to fill the stat sheet, but, you know whatever <laughs> now you got somebody there to when you say you know what we we might be able to blow this up again and start here this this is our piece to start with
1: my next winner the Sacramento Kings getting Tyrese Halliburton who brings size playmaking skills he's great on defensive and he's versatile and he's going to go along with Darren Fox who just signed a bit boy contract And they might wind up keeping Buddy Hill. So that's going to be even better for Buddy Hill because now you have two guards that can attack and let Buddy Hill just catch and shoot the ball.
0: I got the Nuggets, man. They made a habit of getting great value in the draft without owning any top 10 picks. They did it in 2018, getting the best player in that draft, Michael Porter Jr. um, At number 14. Hello. Then you take a chance with Bo Bo in the second round last year and you get another steal this year with RJ Hampton. If R.J. Hampton would have went to Kansas, like how you said he was going to go, he would have probably been a lock for a lottery pick. He was number five player in the entire country. So you get to a spot where you can get him for a great value pick like that at 24. Denver's, I think they have one of the best development teams as far as the NBA. That's great, man. Denver's doing a great job. Anybody else have another winner?
3: Yeah, I got one more last winner for me. Okay, Uh, Saban Lee. Number two, 38 draft pick from Vanderbilt goes to Utah Jazz. Sneaky, sneaky pick. I, I, people, people said they want to. He got, he got three highlights that I've seen myself that can match any any highlight I've seen this year. He can fight out. Say we can fight out polite.
2: I got ESPN for all the backlash they took. You know, for that, for that NFL draft, for all those sob stories and. Uh, you know the backgrounds and all this stuff they did a better job projecting positivity into the draft with the nba players i think they listened i mean it may have been some sad stories sprinkled in but it wasn't everybody had made, they didn't make sure to focus in on that when they told these stories and i really appreciate that
1: uh, my next winner i have the detroit pistons they selected french guard killing hayes with the seventh overall pick That brings a combination of size, playmaking talent, and shooting ability that could make him a lead guard. They also took Washington big man Isaiah Stewart to go with Dumbaya. And and those two, you know, they were limited. His injuries kind of kept him off the floor in college. But he also flipped Kennard, who's a pretty good scoring playmaker, but had been limited with injuries to a three-way deal with the Clippers that sent Landry Schammett to the Knicks, and they got the 19th pick, which they wind up getting Sadiq Bey with, who's a 3-and-D guy from Villanova. So I have the Pistons as a winner.
0: Um, My last winner is LeVar Ball. I hate LeVar Ball. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you can say. You know, he's banned from ESPN. He doesn't really do interviews anymore. But you can't deny that he did a great job raising sons and developing their skills on the basketball court. You have a son to go number two overall in 2017. The youngest son going number three to the Hornets on Wednesday night. Two sons in the top three. um, A black man raising black kids in this world. Something to clap for, man, because that's huge. Um, To see, you know, his prophecies fulfilled. A lot of people don't have two top five kids coming out um, of their household, man. So, again, man, congratulations to LeVar. That's something he can definitely hang his hat on.
1: I have one more winner. Nobody else does. Great. Patrick Williams. You spoke a little earlier. Sorry. No one expected him to be a lottery player, and he went num- to the Bulls at number four. The guy, they wouldn't even know if he was going to be starting in college, you know. But clearly, he did something that convinced the Bulls that he was the player to pick. So they must think they can develop his skills and become something special. But you got to go with Patrick Williams as a winner here. When you're not predicted to go lottery and you wind up going number four in the draft.
0: I got, I got to talk about him in a second. Um, we got some losers. Let's move right along. Everybody good with the winners? Yeah. Yeah, let's go into some losers. What you got? First loser for you.
3: My first loser is, and it's not his fault, but I'll be topping, going to the Knicks. It's not a good franchise. It just doesn't seem to work well for rookies.
2: My first loser is the Blue Blood School's the Blue Blood College basketball schools, those six schools, not having a lotto pick, I mean, lottery picks, excuse me. Like, that is nuts when you think about it. But then if you actually can remember the college basketball season, which seems like five years ago now, but <laughs> when you really think about how the season was going, they didn't have the talent, you know, that were c- considered to be, unless you talk about my guy, Maxie, that were considered to be pick, lottery picks. So I would say Blue Blood schools is my first loser.
1: My first loser is someone that, they won on draft night, but they also lost on draft night. The Golden State Warriors. you going into draft night, getting ready to take the number two pick, and you find out that one of your main players tears his Achilles. They go from being one of the favorites to win the finals to a team who will win 50-inch games and make a run in the playoffs, but they won't make the finals. Yes, they got a great pick in Wiseman, but instead of him adding to the team and anchoring the post while playing in the finals, they'll be lucky to make it to the Western Conference Finals.
0: Most definitely, man. That's tough. Um, I'm matching Jeff, those powerhouse programs. The top half of the first round, usually see players full of traditional powerhouses, such as Kansas, Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina. In fact, Kentucky, in Wednesday, is the only player, well, the only program to have a player drafted in the top 10. That's insane, man. And that's 10 consecutive drafts, that's something. That streak ended this year, man. Zero players from Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, and North Carolina, Winning the lottery since 2000. So the lack of high picks from these schools could impact recruiting at all. I think kids are understanding, hey, I can get drafted and go be the man at Mississippi State or Florida State or Dayton, per se, instead of going to Duke or North Carolina and being one of the men. All the Duke kids, all the North Carolina kids, hey, we only had one player drafted in the entire damn draft. I think we'll see recruiting spread out a little bit more, for sure. Another loser, he's what you got?
3: One of those for me was my boy Cassius Winston, man. Like, being projected to go to the Lakers to go into the Wizards. And Wizards are in turmoil right now. John Wall don't want to be there. It's not – it's going to be hard to develop there. Because he better become real good friends with Bradley Beal. And Bradley Bill's on fire right now. He's going to be the man. So, he might switch up a little bit himself. So, I, you know, I hate that from boy Cassius Winston. I hate that.
2: Uh, my next loser, I would say is – NBA GMs, let's do it that way. For not making – I thought we would have saw a lot of movement in this draft for trades simply because of the uncertainty of where these players are development-wise because you didn't get to see a full season of college, college basketball.
1: My next loser is the Milwaukee Bucks. After two trades, the Bucks had a potential starting fight of Drew Holiday, Bogdan Banyanovich, Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Brooke Lopez. You're talking about a group that's big, athletic, versatile, and they're loaded with two-way players. And on paper, it could have been considered the best lineup in the East. But as of now that we're recording this, it is on hold because Bogdanovich has reportedly plans to test the free agency instead of going to Milwaukee as part of the signing trade agreement with Sacramento Kings. Now, something like this is rare, but it's possible the guild gets put back together. So if this deal falls through, that's going to be a big deal for the Bucks
0: should have led with this shit. The Chicago Bulls. We took Patrick Williams with the number four pick, much higher than anybody expected. Most mock drafts, huge risk for my Bulls. He's a tremendous athlete, for sure. But he didn't start at Florida State last season, shot 32% from three. He does not have an amazing upside as far as a playmaker and a defender. But we don't necessarily need upside players. I thought they were players that could have been drafted right there. Um, as far as knee picks, like Denny Abdesia. If you see somebody just come out of nowhere in a draft, I've seen it happen with Michael Ola with candy, seen Anthony Bennett, and I also saw it with Derek Williams. We didn't know that they were going to go top three, top four, number one overall, and they ended up not playing in NBA and just being regular role players in NBA. And unfortunately, I think the Bulls did this again, as we always do with our first round picks with Patrick Williams.
2: I'm a little hesitant to kind of, when I pick my losers to kind of go at these kids, I think I think because we didn't get to see that full season of college basketball and see them develop <clears throat> how we how we wanted to, I, I'm gonna hold out a little bit. But my next loser, I'm gonna say, kind of sticking with that same theme, is not having summer league, not having a full training camp, and some of these kids basically this is gonna be like a gap year. You know what I mean? Because you, you're you drafting kids basically at one, two, three, four. You know, a lot of repeat kids that you're going to have to stash away because they're not going to be able to immediately play because they're not going to be ready for the NBA because they're not going to be able to develop on the normal pace and it's just going to suck to see. So I would say not having the summer league, not having a full training camp. That's one of my toughest losses right now.
1: Loser for me is Julius Randle. There have been reports that he won't be in New York long since Leon Rose took over. And with the Knicks, selecting obi topping another offensive first undersized big man that doesn't help julius Reynolds' chances
0: Yep, but another loser for me is the celtics they're trying to be the best team in the eastern conference and they need a few pieces to add around jason tatum and jalen brown to get there i don't think they did that with this draft if you have three first round picks a lot of draft analysts when they drafted peyton pritchard at 26 he's not an nba player he can't help you immediately this is a team that needs pieces that can help immediately Nothing against what he did in college, but a four-year league guard in the Pac-12, and then you add on that with Naismith, we don't even have to talk about him. I think it's a situation where you trade some of those pieces and get players that are actually already cemented in the NBA. There's no way that I'm doing that if I have the pieces that I have with Jalen Brown. And um Jason Tatum, who I think is a top 10 player in the NBA. What? You get Peyton Pritchard to help him out? Peyton Pritchard.
2: And to kind of piggyback off of that, I have Boston as my final loser as well. It's simply because I don't think like they had a they didn't have a plan B. You had all those resources, all those chess pieces, all those picks, and you didn't get Anthony Davis, and you didn't have a plan B on what to do with him. And that's where we landed with getting people like Peyton Preacher. Now I do like the the next fifth pick. I like that pick. I, I think that kid's he's gonna he's gonna be a heck of a shooter. I like that pick. And he's gonna be able to work with that team. But I feel like at the end of the day, they
0: didn't have a plan B
2: and didn't know what they want to do with that.
0: The curse of Isaiah Thomas will reign supreme with the Boston Celtics. So I'm gonna go out
1: and say it. And before y'all, I know Jay's gonna say, that's your man. No, it's not. We're not gonna let you do that. Preyton Pritchard is not as bad as y'all making him seem. He's not. a Don't get it wrong. I'm not saying he was worth a 26 draft pick. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is he's not
0: as bad. Y'all are completely killing the kid like he can't play. He's Kyle Guy. Go look at Kyle Guy. Kyle Guy is a better basketball player than him. And he played in the G League the entire NBA season last year. He's Kyle Guy.
1: I'm just saying he's not as bad as y'all are making it seem. You know what, Coach? Nope, nope, you're not going to do it. Nope, you're
0: not going to do it. That's your man. another nah. loser, but that's your man. oh nah. no. Nah. See, that's why I said
1: that before. I <laughs> Because I know. Nah. I knew. So I knew. no. Nah. 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 Just because nah. I say somebody's not as bad as you're making it seem doesn't mean that's my guy. Not at all.
0: Go ahead, Lock, and then I'll bring up the rear. Terry Rozier, in the summer of 2019,
1: he joined the Hornets in a signing trade deal, expecting to be their starting point guard. Instead, he wound up sharing that backcourt with Devontae Graham with the break he has. Now you have another guard coming in in ball, which is probably going to end up being the Devontae Graham ball show. So I have Terry Rozier as a loser.
0: Yeah, I have Terry Rozier and or Devontae Graham. You have LaMelo Ball as the face of the Hornet, but you brought in Rozier to be the face of the Hornet. So I don't see how they can play all three of them. You don't want to stunt this kid's growth either by paying these players to stay around like Devontae Graham. So I would stick with saying Terry Rozier will probably be traded, and they'll stick with Devontae Graham and um, Lamelo Ball. But you got to, it's got to suck for Terry Rozier though because he just didn't play well last year, and I think it had a lot to do with being rich. He was rich, so he looked rich. He was, he got a tattoo on his neck, so yeah, all signs of.
3: I bad want to decisions. Yeah. I, want, I want I want. to see what that feels like. I'd rather, I'd rather be rich and just see what I'd rather do that feeling.
0: What? You? Oh, you're talking about the ta- oh, you're talking, you just want to be rich. You ain't talking about the tattoo on the neck?
3: Nah. uh uh-uh. Hell, no. Nah. I'll let you do that. I ain't getting no tattoo on the neck. I'll let you I'll let you get your tattoo on the
0: neck. I think that's it, man. Is that all the winners and losers of the 2020 NBA draft, man? Yes, it, uh, it is. Yes, it ready is. to pack this thing up. That's another show, man. Can,
3: can, can, can't
0: y'all see Jay with a Supreme tattoo right here? <laughs> Supreme. Tet. So you call me a hype beast? Let's go, home. Let's no, go no, home. no, 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 no! Let's talk let's about home. it, Weezy. Oh, let's talk about it, Weezy. Gracious. So you no, call, let's call me a hype home. beast? Thank let me you. tell you, a guy yeah. like Weezy. Thank, thank you for joining us. You for no, watching no, the show. Okay. Please <laughs> like and subscribe. Yeah.
2: More
1: yeah. importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. Follow the Patreon page. Go to YouTube. Like. Subscribe.
0: Sure.
1: Go to iTunes. Give us those five stars. We appreciate everybody tuning in with us every week. We got for the newsletter. Support. Patreon. <laughs> yes, Patreon. Hey. Yeah, y'all saved them,
0: boy. Y'all saved them, man. Internet hey. Full Sports Press Giveaway. Link tree is provided in the IG page. What they saved you, easy? Because I was about to listen. Uh, <laughs> What boy, they saved yo. Ask Mr. Postman. us with questions throughout the weekend. Full sport press. Don't forget to comment <laughs> give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. Wheezy. Everything paid for, baby.
1: Coach Lott. Happy Thanksgiving. Get a drummer song.
0: You're damn right, Coach. God damn, Coach. Jeff. Care was always on, brother. For sure, man. The revolution will be podcast. We are out.
1: Stay away from your old family members this weekend.
0: For sure, man. Love your loved ones, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Eat some good mac and cheese, big
1: baby.
3: Life moves
0: pretty fast.
2: If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it.
1: Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend.
0: The revolution will be podcasted.